Come on in, y'all. Welcome to my house. It's Rosie on the house. Here in studio with my co-host and son, Romy Romero. My wife, Sweet Jennifer, is in the call booth and prepared to take your call so we can answer any question you have about your house, home, castle, or cabin. You join the conversation by dialing one 767 And we are... Uh, being visited by two very special guests that are going to talk to you this hour about big ways for you to save big bucks on making your home more comfortable, energy efficient, and enjoyable. Dennis Rodenberg of Thermal Advantage, thanks for coming in, my friend. My pleasure. Appreciate you being here. Really do. Uh, I, I love what you and your company do. And Todd Russo from Rias Air Conditioning, again. Todd, thank you for coming in. Hey, thanks for having me. And for, for all I've learned from you in the way of Whole House Energy Audits, which was at the platform of which we originally met. That's right. 10, 12 years ago. <laughs> yeah. I thought, well, this will never take off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there myself. There's plenty holy of things that I didn't buy at Holy cow. Out. I thought, wow. And then, then the education you gave me about how poor... We were building homes for decades. Uh, well, you know, I, I can't tell you there wasn't a little shame factor there for a little while, Todd. Well, yeah. <laughs> I imagine a car built in 1970 didn't have the same fuel efficiency of one today. Man, oh, man. So. Well, uh, you've certainly uh, educated. It's the ongoing education of Rosie Romero. Well, one of the things we want to talk about, y'all, is the Inflation Reduction Act and some tax legislation are creating an environment and an opportunity for you, the Arizona homeowners, to have an opportunity to save some really substantial money for anything that you need done. You ought to consider it right now. Let's talk about a credit versus a deduction versus a rebate. Who wants to take that? Well, uh, I'm happy to take it. Obviously, okay. a deduction is just going to reduce you. Again, I'm not a and I'm not an accountant none or a tax us, professional. None, none of us are. None of us but are. Uh, a deduction is going to reduce your taxable income. A credit's going to be a dollar for dollar back to you. And uh, I'm sorry, the third one, rebate, is yeah. going to be a check back to you from, say, a utility company or some rebates, say, from manufacturers or directly off the price. They're instant rebates. So. Well, the, I, Todd, I think the last time we had you on, it was like within a, a couple days of this Inflation Reduction Act being passed, and you'd already read the whole thing. <laughs> I read it before they signed it. You need, <laughs> Todd, you need a life. I know. <laughs> but, but it has some huge incentives for people if they're in the need of replacing or upgrading their equipment. Man, now's the time to jump on it. Well, there's two things with the Inflation Reduction Act. Number one is the tax credit that we talked about for an air conditioning system or a heat pump. It's it's $2,000 this year. So if you're in the market for a, a new air conditioning system, you know, two things play in there. Right now, you got a lot of obviously manufactured and utility rebates. But if you want to take advantage of the 2023 tax credit and realize it next, you know, the beginning of next year when you do your taxes – you're going to need to get that air conditioning replaced in 2023. Obviously, you can do it next year and get the same tax credit. It's just going to take you a year before you do taxes again. Um, the other thing with the Inflation Reduction Act if is— If a homeowner has a house with two heat pumps— You do one in 2023 and one in 2024. You really do. Can uh, you do, they'll, they'll let we, you do we that? Have, oh, you can do it every year. You can do it every year. You could 
This year, you could use Dennis's service and insulate your house. Next year, you could do one air conditioning unit. The following year, you could do one air conditioning unit. There is a cap on how much you get every year. And I think that the thought process with uh, legislation is they want people to continuously put in, okay. uh, you know, back into their homes. So. Uh, so the other part of the Inflation Reduction Act are what we talked about at the beginning were these uh, income-driven incentives. It looks like those are going to be out first or second quarter of next year. Arizona was one of the states that asked for escalation. Uh, accelerated money. And so there were one of the few states that did that. So we're going to be the first state to get it. Uh, but that's not going to be probably, my guess would be second quarter of next year. Uh, okay. But those are income contingent. So And these are heat pump in your, in your industry. It's heat pump only. No, you can do air conditioning. You can do insulation. You can do house ceiling. Okay. What Dennis does, I'll let him speak to that. But, but what a, Dennis ga- does, a gas pack? A gas pack qualifies for less than two thousand. That's six hundred dollars. Okay, okay. All but right. you can always, if you have a gas pack, you always put a heat pump on it. Yeah, There's sure. no reason you need gas heat in Phoenix, Arizona. I mean, okay. some people like it, but or you can do a dual fuel. All right. Uh, but there's also credits, and I'll let Dennis speak to this, about for the, the insulation side of it, reducing the, the heat load of the house, reducing the, the amount of air conditioning you need, which anytime you're doing any sort of improvement to your house, you always want, whether it be air conditioning, solar, you name it, if you're trying to save money on your, uh, on, on your energy bills, the first thing you always do is reduce the amount of air conditioning you need by improving uh, your thermal envelope or for layman's terms, your insulation. And, and I was teasing you a little bit about being shamed on the way we were building homes in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. But then a guy like Dennis comes along with Thermal Advantage, and he helps correct some of the problem. I can remember in high school laying up slump block houses that we just left void. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. we, we thought spreading aluminum foil on the back of the sheetrock on a, on a half-inch first strip was insulation. Well, it was better than nothing. It is better than nothing. But when we do our system on a house, it's five times the R value of the empty block. And this is what Dennis does. It's a very unique niche in the insulation industry. And it's for those of you with these homes that have solid bones. They're built of masonry. They were built in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s. And we were way under-insulating them now, back then. And Dennis will come in. And if there's insulation in the block, you'll evacuate that. We can drill that out and uh, vacuum and dispose of that. But I'll tell you, we only run into that a few times a year. I bet you do. Yeah, the vast majority of our work is empty block, concrete block, or sump block. And and that's critter space, that's dust space, that's poor insulation conductivity. And Dennis takes his equipment— drills little holes in your masonry home and fills that block with insulating foam. And you're taking a uninsulated slump block wall that's probably got an R value of what, six? Uh, usually about two or three. Two if, or three. If it has vermiculite or perlite in it, it's around five or six on a good day. Okay, and then you're going to take that to what? Eleven. Eleven. And we, we, my house was built in the 60s. We did it at my house. I can't believe how much quieter it made the home. I can't believe, and we did it years ago. I can't believe how much quieter it made it. I can't believe how much cleaner it made it. And and we did have a lot less silverfish and little critters crawling in about and around the house. We had six kids, so we at the time we weren't doing a lot of pesticides. And uh, when y'all finished, uh, a lot of that just went away. That's good to hear. It's an interesting thing on a typical job for us. 
it's common that the wall between the house and the garage is framed right. and not blocked. That wall will typical, typically have fiberglass baths in it, which is, is fine. Right. But that's the only wall in the entire house that is insulated. And so it's kind of an interesting thing to me when we do our system. For these block holes. Yes. Yeah. When we do our system into the block, everything's the same R value now, basically. And a, a typical complaint of a ho homeowner that has a block home is one end of the house is hotter and colder. Oh, sure. <laughs> because the heat, the heat transfer is so fast, summer and winter. So when we're done, the house has a nice balanced feel for to it. And there's, there's not the, the great temperature swings. So you, you can keep your thermostat where you want it instead of where for the whole house instead of just for one or two rooms. And then your service as well <clears throat> is covered with these tax. It is. Credits. We have 30% up to $1,200. Our typical job is in the 2000 to $3,500 range. And that's what's incredible because it accomplishes so much and is so dang affordable. Oh, I appreciate that. It's a good value. Yeah, your return on investment. If, if you've got that 60s, 70s masonry home that's never been foam injected, um, you'll, you'll never be sorry and now, right now, you're kind of in, being incentivized to give uh, Dennis a call. Dennis, the number at Thermal Advantage? It is 602-410-3626. Okay. So we were talking with Todd about the fact that the, the heat pump is the higher yeah, the tax heat, the heat pump is But a gas pack is, does have application. It does. It, the, the, a gas system has a $600 tax credit versus 2000 uh, we are seeing a lot of clients do things like uh, dual fuel or convert their gas system to heat pump. Uh, the newer heat pumps do a lot better job of heat heating than the older ones did, right? Um, one thing I'll, I'll give Dennis some kudos here. We were talking outside. You know, we were doing the analogy of a general 2,000-square-foot house that needs a, that has a five-ton gas pack sure. on it or a yeah. gas system. You could convert that if you if you coupled what we do with what Dennis does because you know we were saying that the most cost effective thing you can ever do to your house is reduce the amount of air conditioning right. your house needs. So uh, you know it, generally if you had say a two thousand square foot house didn't have foam insulation in the block you you foam blocked the house made sure your attic insulation was correct your air conditioning needs would probably go down to a four ton rather than a five ton. Um, so I think that there's a good model. Dennis and I took, we're going to collaborate after the fact. Every house we go to now that isn't blocked, we're going to recommend uh, hiring, you know, using Dennis to foam the house and, and get the, the thermal envelope improvement and then size the air conditioning properly to the, the redesigned house. So you drop the size of the air conditioner. You've got a more consistent thermal uh, envelope advantage. You're reducing the original purchase price. Well, I, I, I'll take it one step further. Yeah. The incremental cost difference between a four and a five ton probably pays almost the entire cost oh, it does. Of, of the phone. It, it absolutely And when you does. add the tax credits and the rebates you're going to get, it is absolutely going to be the same price to buy a four ton with new foam than it would be just a five ton. And I'll take it a step further. Now your system's not going to short cycle. Oh. Your house is going to be exponentially more comfortable. Uh, the hot and cold spots yeah. are going to be gone. The indoor air quality is going to be better. Well, your system is about it. When, when, when your house can't keep heat out, because all, all we're trying to do to make a comfortable house is, number one, prevent heat from coming in. Number two, create cool. And, and number three is distribute that cool through proper airflow, right? So if you do number one, prevent the heat transfer, it, it reduces how much cool you need. But more importantly, when your house doesn't transfer heat a lot, 
it doesn't raise temperature quickly. So when you get a house that – what an air conditioning does is a thermostat says, hey, I want it to be 75 degrees. Right. It's – the house is now 77. Turn the air conditioning on and deliver cool, right? Well, when your house is a block house or doesn't have proper insulation, right, a 10% failure in insulation rate cuts its effective right. value in half. When you transfer heat, it goes from 75 to 77 quickly. And so your air conditioning is turning on, bringing the temperature down, turning off, bringing it on, turning the temperature on. That's what, you know, A, wears wow. the equipment down, but B, costs you all the money, right? It takes seven times the electricity to turn an air conditioning system on than it does to run. So when you got a properly insulated house, you bring it down to 75, it stays at 75 for a lot longer, and the air conditioning doesn't need to turn on again, yeah. right? So we got, we got so many calls at the office. Rosie, I'm going nuts. My air conditioner's running all afternoon in this hot summer we just had. I said, great. Yeah. Perfect. It's designed properly. That's exactly what you want. We're yeah. going to be back with Dennis Rodenberg, a thermal advantage, block insulation system for those of you with block homes, and Todd Russo of Rias Air Conditioning. Right here at Rosie on Now, say, if you have a question about home efficiency, now's the chance for you to get online at one 767 4348 Good, Ed. Thank you for that. Put a little smile on everybody's face. Put a little tap in everybody's toe. Put a little gleam in everybody's eye. Doing our job to become every Arizona homeowner's best friend. We were talking today real cabbage. We were talking the Great American Seed Up the first hour. We're talking about saving real cabbage, real money. Ben Franklin's right here in your pocket while improving the quality of life at your home. And we're doing that with Dennis Rodenberg of Thermal Advantage and Todd Russo of Rias. And we're making a point of trying to drive it home that now could possibly be the best possible time for you to consider these upgrades because Uncle Sam has decided he's going to, by way of tax credits, tax deductions, and manufacturers creating rebates and utility companies providing rebates, this could be the perfect time for you to consider replacing an aged air conditioning air handling system or updating the insulation or the doors or the windows at your house because you're going to be, you're being incentivized to take these steps to increase the energy efficiency of your home. Dennis, when did, how did, how did you dream this foam insulation Niche up. Well, I where'd was that actually, come from? I was working. It was, for, it was genius. You know that. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I, I was working for a big insulation company here in town. Yeah. And I started running this division, and they had just started doing it. And then our our corporate headquarters decided that they didn't want to do anything involving any type of liquids or or chemical processing. And uh, just ours, some, ours just is something safe like spun fiberglass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Rock right. wall. Yeah. Okay. All right. yeah. So uh, I was running it, and I decided to buy it. And I had the the I had noticed that suddenly that there was countless block homes in Arizona because oh. at the time our type of insulation system was only being used commercially in Walmarts and Safeways and oh. grocery stores and, and uh, schools and hospitals and things like that. So our our initial uh, business back in 1998 was strictly commercial, but I saw that it could it could evolve into 
a residential retrofit application. Yeah, I mean, um, virtually 80% of Arizona homes built through the 70s were blocked. Yeah, there's acres and acres. I mean, it, it was late 70s, yeah. early 80s, we started switching over to this silly stuff. We call it silly studs and stucco. Okay. <laughs> well, but, there's nothing wrong with a block home. It's a good, sturdy home. Oh. Uh, they out, you can't burn them down. Yeah. There's a lot of safety features, but energy is a problem. So describe what you do for those that may live in a home like that. What what are they going to experience the day y'all pull up? Well, we drill a seven-eighths hole in the end of the mortar joint, and uh, we inject. Do you always have that parrot with you? <laughs> Is that my parrot? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, we drill a, se- a series of seven-eighths hole. Okay. Seven-eighths hole in the exterior walls. And then we inject our foam insulation. It's an odor-free, non-toxic foam that uh, does not expand, does not stick to anything, and it fills all the empty cells in the block 100%. Then we come back and we patch and match that outside. We generally don't do the touch-up paint. The homeowner does that. We can if we need to. Okay. And then if it's you're a on the outside, house, you're on the outside of the 100%, house. Hundred yeah. percent. Yes. And then if if it's a if it's a colored mortar, like in a slump block application, it might be a tan or an adobe looking um, decorative mortar. We match that. Everybody in a block home that would want to quote on this, what's the number they call? 602-410-3626. That's thermal advantage. And the interesting thing about both of y'all's service is. Over time, it would pay for itself anyway, and so now you're getting tax breaks, tax incentives on top of that. So that just increases the the return on investment time. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would think that if, if you had a block home and you were in the, the need of a new air conditioning system, and there's a lot of incentives out there for air conditioning and insulation. I mean, right now, I think you know our, our highest sear piece of equipment is getting about $8,500 back with all the uh, discounts and incentives. <laughs> Uh, kind of our 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 low our value driven uh, variable speed unit. I think we're we're, we're about eight thousand. Um, and and you know the thing is is that oh yeah thirty seconds thirty seconds okay. Fair. <laughs> it, it, from a standpoint of you need to evaluate your home. You need to figure out the best way to reduce heat moving in, and then you need to size the air conditioning unit correctly. If you're if you you do have an aging home, I would highly recommend you get your house evaluated, determine the best incentives that make sense, figure out a plan on how to. Take, take advantage of these incentives. Um, you know, obviously, if you want to get a 2023 tax credit, you got to do it this year. So. Halfway through our 9 o'clock hour, this is hour number two of our weekly three-hour radio broadcast. We call this our On the House Hour. We spend it on something <clears throat> particular regarding your house, home, castle, or cabin. And today we've got Todd Russo of Rius Air Conditioning and Dennis Rodenberg of Thermal Advantage talking about things you can do to improve the efficiency of your home and take advantage of these tax credits that are available and these tax incentives. And uh, going to the break, Todd, you said, you know, if you obviously want it for 2023, you have to act now. But you'd also said in the break before that, if you've got a dual air conditioning home, you would cat do one this year and then do the next one in 2024. Yeah, so obviously a tax credit is going to be realized when you pay your taxes um, and you and you file your taxes. So if you want to realize 2023, you would need to do it this year. You can't do it. You, you can do it next year. It's just not going to. You're not going to get the tax credit until you do your taxes in 2024. 
I, I will say this. If you are – you think you're remotely in the market for an air conditioning unit, the one thing that we can guarantee is that you can get – if you buy the right qualifying piece of equipment, you get 2023 tax credit. But we know that next year the air conditioning is going to be more expensive. We've already been notified that the manufacturers are looking at 7 to 10% price increases at year end. Uh, it happens every year. I mean, we get, customers always get a little frustrated when they wait two years and they say, oh, why is it more in this year than it was in 2020? <laughs> and so if you're, if you're in the market to buy one or you know that eventually you're going to need to buy one, it's only going to get more expensive. You're going to start realizing the energy savings today. And right now the units are less expensive than they will be next year. And, you know, depending on what type of unit you get, you're going to get anywhere from, you know, five to $8,000 off that piece of equipment. Uh, you know, some of those incentives will also be available next year. Uh, the manufacturer rebates, you know, will probably not be here, you know, going into summer. Uh, but the utility rebates most likely will be, and there will be a 2024 tax rate. What, what tips do we tell homeowners? What should they be – when should they be considering shopping for new equipment? Well, what you don't want to do is, is run into a scenario where you have to buy it, right? Yeah, you don't. Because the most expensive air conditioning unit is the one that needs to be put in in July, right? There are, mm-hmm. no, in, there are, there are no manufacturer incentives. Everybody's <laughs> the busiest they ever are. And so there's, you know, most of the, the HVAC contractors like myself don't have discounting programs in the summer because we're, we're just trying to block and tackle all the calls we have uh, because it's, you know, it becomes a need in an emergency basis. So if you're planning on buying, if you know you need to do something, uh, this way you can shop, you can you know, evaluate the best solution for your home. You can have time to think about it. You can take advantage of the incentives now. You're going to pay a lower price today than you will, you know, five, six months from now. Uh, and so, and, and again, you're going to have to pay your taxes. So might as well get the 2023 tax credit. And you may need to phone block the insulation of your walls, or you may need insulation in, in your attic, in which case, you know, that's obviously reducing your energy load is, is the cheapest and, and most cost-effective way to make your house more comfortable and energy efficient. So you may want to do some of it this year and some of it next year. So get both, take advantage of both of them. And is next year the cutoff to these incentives in, or will this go into 25? No, the, the, the tax credits go to, uh, I think, 20, 2032. But you can't, if, if you do it next year, you know, a tax credits can be realized when you file your taxes. You're not going to file 2024 taxes until 2025, right? So the point we're trying to make is you got two months to take advantage of 2023. <clears throat> and, and like you said, each year the cost of equipment goes up. We've already been notified by manufacturers to expect 7 and 10% price increase at the beginning of the year. And, and Todd, if you're considering considering this, how much does it cost to get somebody out and just visit with a homeowner? Oh, it's free. Yeah, we'll come out and look at your house and evaluate your home, and we'll do it for free. And how would they make that appointment? 480-969-7500. I mean, that's a good point. Like, if 480-969-7500, R-E-E-I-S.com. I know you've like, <laughs> got to tell people how to find us, right? Yeah, right. Uh, but to your point, you know, you got to – if you identify a plan by having a free, uh, you know, uh, assessment of your home and, and figure out what you need to do and what makes the most sense, then you can strategize what's the best time to do it this year versus next year. And you'll know what incentives are available now and what it might look like next year. And it's better to have the information than, than to be stuck in an emergency circumstance where you're trying to race to replace something because a compressor fails in the summer. Absolutely. And Dennis, we've got a question online for you from Matt. And depending on your answer to this question... You might need 40 more trucks. What's the question? <laughs> Are you ready? Sure. All right, let's bring Matt into the conversation. Good morning, Matt. And how are you guys today? Good, good. Well, at the risk of Rosie making fun of me again, um, I have a silly stick and stucco home. Um, 
and it's actually uh, two stories, and the upper story is not stucco. It's it's kind of a wood paneling, the wood panel board. Um, but the the two story side of the house faces west, and in the afternoon it just gets really really warm. Like I can even feel it in our master bathroom. If I touch the wall, the wall is warm. So I I think that probably the fiberglass insulation has kind of sunk down in that wall over you know the last. 25, 30 years. So I'm wondering if this is also an application for spray foam or if there's something else to, to help kind of insulate this side of the house that, that really heats up. Okay. Well, we do a lot of those, Matt. And it can be what you said where the original fiberglass has degraded a little bit. Or it could be uh, that when the house was built, some areas were just voided. Um, we, you would not believe what we run into drilling holes into walls and I've, I've always said it you never know what a grown man was going to do when he's working on a house so um, <laughs> there could be complete voids or it just could be under insulated at, at best it's probably depending on when how old your house is how old is your house Matt uh, it was built in 86 I believe okay okay so that's not that old so do we know if it's two by four or two by six uh, I believe it's two by four okay all right do you mind okay. if I tackle this for one second? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. The reason why the upstairs obviously is hot because heat rises, but when you have a, a siding house on the outside versus stucco, stucco includes a foam barrier before they put the stucco, and that right. foam barrier is a R3 to R5 continuous insulation. Your siding side doesn't have that That's foam, so you don't have the continuous insulation. Secondly, to Dennis's point, if you have a 10% failure in your insulation value, it cuts its effective value in half. So whether it's settled or it wasn't installed correctly – you have a, a failure in that wall. You don't have continuous insulation like you do with the stucco. You have a failure in that wall. You effectively have an uninsulated wall. I would suggest that he get, on a hot day, we hit it with a thermal imaging camera. You're going to find out exactly <laughs> what's wrong with it. And then we're going to hire Dennis to fix the wall and go from there. And how, how are you injecting this in, in, from the outside through, from the, the, outside. through the wood yeah, siding? So, so generally we make three <laughs> one-inch holes per stud cavity. Okay. And we just inject a few seconds of foam. You're not trying to evacuate anything. No. You're just going to mush the fiberglass to nothing, <laughs> right? We compress it a little bit. <laughs> okay. But we don't really want to compress it fully because it, the fiberglass loses its energy efficiency if it's compressed. I, fi- so I figured we would just mush it and let the foam take over everything. Well, but it's a fine line because we're shooting against drywall on the inside. Right. So you know, we, we have, have to be careful. Pops. We have to be careful. So okay. our goal is to augment what's there, fill in the gaps so that it's 100% filled. And it works good. And I know uh, you brought it to my attention, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, that you had actually started doing this in some interior walls around laundry rooms and bathrooms and things like that. So I, I knew you were doing stud cavities. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're saying you can go around, and I, I, I learned this stat from Todd, that 10% disturbed insulation decreases the insulation's effectiveness by 50%. So I want to paint a picture for all of you. Uncle Ned crawls in your attic, and he tells you he's going to spend the weekend putting in some sound around speakers in the living room ceiling. And Uncle Ned doesn't like to dig through that cellulose or spray fiberglass. So he pushes it all out of the way, and for a 6-inch by 6-inch speaker, he creates a clear workspace of about 2 feet by 2 feet. He's just cut the effective insulation of that entire room by 50%. Yep. 
And in a wall cavity, Crazy believe Uncle it or not, Ned. that the, the statistics that Todd said is accurate, and a wire or one pipe, if, if penetration, the ins- yeah, if the, if the insulation is not formed properly around that pipe or wire, you have a 10 or 15 percent void, which will decrease the energy efficiency to 30 to 40 percent. Mm-hmm. Bad insulation has failures all over the place, whether it be in a wall or in the ceiling. Uh, insulation has to touch an air barrier for it to be effective. So the minute, you know, Uncle Ned puts a speaker in and puts the bat on top of it, it's floating in midair and it's, it doesn't it's work. It's not doing it. If you hit a house with a thermal imaging camera with bat insulation, you can see the squares of where they're not touching. Been the violated and everything else. So it doesn't cost anything to get this analysis. It doesn't cost anything to get this conversation. If you're in a masonry home built in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, and you're contemplating taking advantage of this opportunity, you would call Dennis Rodenberg at 480-705-5757. And if you've got a silly sticks and stucco home and it's got hot spots, you'd come out and take a look at that as well. Okay. And you travel quite extensively. We cover the state. Yeah. Yeah. We cover the state. I have a partner in California. We cover California also. Okay, and if if y'all are contemplating new air conditioning equipment, you want to know why your unit is turning off and on, why it's creating noise, why it's uh, requiring more and more repairs. Maybe it's 10, 15 years or older and you're contemplating it. You can get a hold of Todd's company at Reis. Yep, at reeis.com or 480-969-7500. And again, when we're going to come out, we're going to give you a plan. And we're always going to look at the insulation and the thermal envelope first because you you got to prevent heat from transferring in order to keep a house comfortable and energy efficient. I spent a long time. I still remember this broadcast. I spent a long time. I studied up so hard on it, and I was giving a detailed explanation of air conditioning And I went on and on and on and on. And one of our air conditioning consultants called and said, Rosie, it's a whole lot simpler than that. You're just moving heat. Yeah, exactly. That's all an air air conditioner doesn't do anything except relocate heat. I think that's a, that's accurate, but, <laughs> but that's, also, that's as simple as it gets, right? Yeah. When an air conditioning <laughs> system is installed poorly, I mean, the national average, according to N, uh, NCI, is that the average air conditioning system only delivers 58% of its cooling capacity because of failures of insulation. So it is true. All we're doing is preventing heat from transferring and moving it. Uh, but if, when it's done incorrectly, uh, it, it you get a lot of heat movement in the into the house, and you don't deliver that cooling properly, and that's why you get high energy bills in uncomfortable areas. I tell people all the time, you don't believe me when that fan unit goes on outside. Just go out there and put your face in the moving air. <laughs> it's hot. There's a lot of heat coming out of there. Fair. So that's that's the basic, the most simplest way to explain air conditioning. We're moving heat from where we don't want it to where it cannot affect us. We do that with an air conditioning system, and the process of doing that filters your indoor air quality like todd mentioned earlier starting an air conditioner takes seven to eight times more electricity than running your air conditioner we have learned over the course of the last 20 years that we would like to downsize your air conditioner let a little unit run a whole lot longer better indoor air quality because it's filtered better less hot and cold spots because you're distributing the air more evenly throughout the whole house for a longer period of time, and you're reducing the number of kilowatts you're consuming every single day. So we tell people, think of it like this. If you're going to try and, if do you want to drive a dump truck 
through city traffic, big, heavy, all the weight in the world, or do you want to take a uh, Ford Escape uh, hybrid uh, to Yuma on the highway? Yeah, fair. Well, the other thing to take into consideration is the older equipment goes from zero to 100% capacity. That's, that's how great, it operates. That's it turns on, point. turns off. The new equipment, either, you know, some do two stages where it goes to 60% capacity and 100% capacity, and, and most of the equipment we're installing now is fully variable, and so it modulates based on demand. So it may never turn off, but it also, your five-ton may run like a two-ton for that's most it. of the day. Yeah. And so there, there is a big performance improvement in the new equipment versus the older stuff. There, there really is. And, and what that can do to your inside comfort level is really pretty incredible. Once you, once you take advantage try and try and uh, appreciate it. We're going to take a little break. We'll be right back. Wrap this segment up on the big dollars you can save now if you're in need of insulation, window, door, ceiling, insulating, air conditioning equipment. That's all available right now. And welcome back to Rosie on the House. Here with Todd Russo of Rias Air Conditioning for an overall education on whole house energy analysis and air conditioning. And Dennis Rodenberg from Thermal Advantage. Dennis, you just got a text. What was that about? Well, in the middle of summer, we had done a job for a person that some of their house had drywall on the inside and some of it was exposed block. Yep. And so he sent me a nice text. Uh, I wasn't expecting this. He says, Dennis, thank you for your company's work in insulating our block home. I just did some follow-up FLIR images, thermal imaging on his walls. And uh, to kind of consolidate here, he did a couple of tests at 3.30 and 4 in the afternoon and took a reading. And uh, the temperature reading on the inside of the walls decreased by 42 degrees. (laughs) Certainly worth the cost. Thank you so much. So, And again, I I think when people hear about the the truck that pulls up and you're injecting foam and you're doing the whole house, people start clicking tens of thousands of dollars in their head. That's the other thing about your service. It's so dang affordable. Well, I appreciate your uh, your saying that. It's, our average job is, like I say, $2,000, to $3,500. To yeah. insulate an entire masonry home. In general, yes, yeah. average. At what phone number? We're at 480-705-5757. And you had made a point going into bottom-of-the-hour news about the tax, the, the savings being tax-free. Yeah, Todd explained it very well, and a little icing on the cake is when this money that you save in our services is not money that's earned. You didn't work overtime to earn that money, so it doesn't show up on our W-2. So your investment is a tax-free investment because the money that you save isn't earned money that came to you, so it's a tax-free investment. I love it. All the more reason to consider it. I always say we never talk politics, but if they're going to give us a tool that we can save some money, we might as well do it. So. That's true. And uh, so, Todd, y'all, y'all, y'all are still conducting the whole house energy audits. We are. We are. Uh, we're doing. We have a home performance valuation and then a full blown audit. Um, I think they start at one sixty nine ninety nine. Actually, believe it or not, that's tax credit 
you can get a tax credit on your audit as well as you can get a rebate from me. That's great SRP. to know. Yeah, that's actually qualifies for a tax credit. Although, okay, so that's, the cost some, of the is, best, that's just some of the best money you can spend right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the cost is really low. So, <clears throat> to me, the, the, whether it's in, you know, obviously you always want to insulate first. I mean, to to Dennis's point, we were discussing it. The cost of Dennis's service, like if we came in and evaluated your home, when we do a heat load evaluation on a masonry house insulated versus uninsulated you probably would drop a ton of air conditioning on let's say a five-ton house and the incremental cost of a four-ton and five-ton will more than cover the cost of your insulation but i think what's the most important is you need a strategy you need to understand what your home needs and you need to plan towards it and it's always challenging to plan towards it when it's an emergency so we always encourage consumers and homeowners to do your research find out what's what's best for your home do what's right for your home and then put a strategy in place to make it more energy efficient, more comfortable. Being and, proactive is much more affordable in the end than being reactive. Yeah, for sure. And, and you know, it, it, I don't want to get into the dynamics of return on investment and this and that. It gets a little complicated. But, the, you know, you, if your air conditioning is going to break, you got to replace it anyway. But you're going to save a lot of money when you when you make your house more energy efficient and comfortable. So. To reach Rias. R-E-E-I-S dot com or 480-969-7500. Thermal Advantage. 480-705-5757 or thermaladvantage.com. Thanks a bunch, guys. We appreciate y'all coming in. Thank you.